0: Welcome back to the Mel K show. My guest today is becoming one of my favorite people. He just makes me laugh and he's so brilliant and one of the best researchers you could ever come across. Thank you for joining me, Johnny Vedmore.
1: Hello, how are you? Are you good?
0: I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to see that newspaste is really doing well and taking off and people are loving your work and you're out there in spaces and you make everyone laugh, but you also drop a lot of truth bombs and uh, really deep research. Oh. That is uh, uncommon. I-, I think you have a gift for research. So uh, what are we getting into today? Never a dull moment with you.
1: <laughs> well, it's a, it's a good thing. I mean, we, we should talk about the spaces. We should talk about what's going on. There's a big shift. January, everything changed all of a sudden. Yep. It, you know, if I'm if I'm getting out over like uh, like the five programs I was on on the beginning on the Epstein file drop, if I'm getting out to like sixteen million people in right. in like the first couple of weeks of January, something is clearly amiss. Something is clearly so let's wrong. Let's talk about it. And I, f- yeah, well, I think that's a. Ch- I think that it's a, it's a change in pace um i think one of the people who were on 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 that earlier as well i think you know elon musk has a lot of his fingers in in these pies as well do I? they're trying to basically there's a there's a sea change happening you can only flood the zone so much so if we go back to event uh, 201 and you listen to matthew harrington who's adam and pr adam and pr right hand company really pr firm of Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, also runs PR for basically sixty percent of the politicians, companies, everything around the world. So they've got their fingers in all the pie. And he he was talking in Event Two Zero One about flooding the zone, just putting loads of information out so they don't hear voices like us at all. Right. And there was they they you can only do that so much at some point the zone is flooded and everybody like all of the crap sounds the same and mm-hmm. everything else rises to the top because truth rises to the top pops out the top and they can't stop it anymore so they're at the stage where the they had got um ederman does a trust barometer to uh investigate I, I how much trust there is yeah in the media and so just before covid they had managed to get it back to minus 60 percent trust in the media so the negative 60 percent trust um and and after just before they got up to 60 now it went straight back down to 80 minus 80 percent and wow. and it, It's the end of the media, really. It's the end of, we know it's the end of the mainstream media. In comes a neo-mainstream media. It must be crafted, but it also must do the same, I think, thing that flooding the zone does. It puts all of the voices out there, all of a sudden, all of the things you're not being allowed to listen to at all, suddenly zone flooded in a different way. You're just flooding the zone in a different way. And what I noticed is that there was a lot of like people who have been banned uh, from really speaking out yeah. on these spaces, uh, who are now free to speak on these spaces. Right. Um. I mean emblematic of that is someone like alex jones but then there's also the 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 um i think his name's uh adam i think his name's adam green oh god i feel like terrible if i get his name wrong okay. but there's this whole there's this whole section of this like everything's the abrahamic religion sort of set oh right of, yeah um everything's always mossad 100 percent of the time there was right. no one else involved even right. if you give them all of the evidence that they're all in it together, they'll be like, no, all of the rest of them I'm ignoring. I'm just looking at the mark, you know and, and everything's they suddenly like been be they they've they got their space to talk and it's like it's this weird mix of all of these people who haven't been able to speak all suddenly coming out at the same time and and the voices I'd like in between it then you've got these actors so when I've been in some of the spaces that I've gone into I've been tracked obviously tracked by people who are um, a unit 8,200 oh I Um, saw it in the one
0: I was in there was no there was definitely people in there that were that were actors in 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 hmm. your spaces i listened to one and i was in one and and you could tell i thought that's very interesting yeah, yeah. to say that yeah yeah one
1: of them one of one of them was saying to me um was saying uh i i, I yeah i know i know uh you, johnny you what, what you were saying about uh carbine nine one one. no they you know they're not that big i i'm a friend of akut barak and pinchers book right. and you know and i and i'm right. like i, I and i'm, why like, are you I'm like sitting spaces? in a space. I'm like saying what echoed Barak and Pinchas Buchris and the people who are presented in the space have no obviously have no idea or, or relation. It was a pro-Palestinian group as well, and they ended up. This is what, and so when you actually study what happens, and this is a good example. Yes. This guy was he, he doesn't know Ekud Barak or Pinchas Buchris, but he knows me, and he knows okay. he has to target me, and he's probably related to Nicole Yunkerman. Now I still get pe- now I have people saying Nicole says hello to me quite wow, a lot um, really? uh, yeah 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 so, so it's changed she's no longer getting her solicitors to have my stuff taken down and she's no longer affecting me in that way now she, she's having her people come and threaten me I I, right. I had one with this girl um, who's pretty famous she was on one of the American idols or something I had like an interaction with her and it was so false um, uh, Katie Vassal, her name is uh, and it was so false she's currently suing Simon Cowell and she like Came into the room and to the space like with this sort of like virtue shield across her of I'm a victim of all of this, and I asked her uh, some questions and and she told me that um, the one of them one of my second questions was do you, you know Epstein worked for intelligence Do you think Scooter Braun who was a music Producer, right, yeah. Uh, I know who it is. Famous. Yeah. Um, yeah. She said, because I asked her, my second question was do you know who Scooter Braun is? And she said, yeah, I had a terrible experience with him, but she didn't tell me what the experience was. It was just like, you know, kind of like uh, amorphous. And so I said, do you think he's intelligence? Because he was the one of the first voices to speak after the supposed Manchester bombing in the way that it went. And there's a court case going through with uh, Richard D Hall at the moment in the UK, who um, went, who, who presented loads of evidence that it was uh, there was lots of fakery going on during the Manchester bombing um, and question questioned the, the the theory there's actually a currently a case going in UK court about that so uh, uh, yeah um so I asked about Scooter Braun and she basically she she said I said do you think he's intelligence and she said oh no none of these intelligence nor was Epstein Epstein wasn't intelligence either and I was just like what? wow that's what? the first person I've ever heard come in and then I discovered it's really weird. She never on a, uh, I, I on a timeline and stuff. She never mentions Israel or Palestine, nothing like that. All of the rooms she's in. Also, Scooter Braun also
0: was involved in that whole thing with Soros and uh, and Taylor Swift and all of. And then he He's had all big, around
1: the place. He had a big Dodgy fundraiser for
0: Kamala Harris that like was like fifty thousand dollars a head, and, like. You know, he's way deep in. Who knows? But when I look at it, when for my twenty years in Hollywood, there's you don't get to that level without being fully uh, you know, part of the club. Yeah,
1: he's high level. High right. level, and and I said to this guy, I, I said to this girl, we talked, we, we she started talking to me on DMs as we're in the spaces, and it was clear. That I looked at her her company and stuff, and she's got like this this uh, page which is just a front, and it, it company only leads back to her, and it don't it had like it is uh, two years it's been running, it's only got nine tweets to its name, that's all that exists of the company. It's a, it's like a, a it's it obviously a real front. So what are all of these people doing coming in and? She she came straight in directing and it's like cutting stopping us talking about certain people certain things oh, interesting. is when certain things arise yeah and so what huh. they, there is is these spaces allow a place for mass communication to happen and to be infiltrated really easily by people who go in and out of the spaces stopping people from talking about certain things and all you have to do is uh, make someone and this is what the guy who said um oh, I know I could, I could be just, he caused an argument he said a load of really terrible, over-the-top things about um, the Palestine-Israel affair, and it got loads of people who were pro-Palestinian really angry in the room. So no longer anybody was talking about the thing we were talking about. Chaos. Now everybody was screaming at each chaos. other. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah, yeah. That's so their chaos agents, that's yeah. what they are. And, yeah. and it allows them to all be in one place, one space, and go mi- mix amongst them. So we need to be aware of that and counteract it if we are going to use these spaces, which which are very useful, like as yeah. public forums.
0: They are. I love them. My only question is I've seen zero evidence, first of all, as we all know, and you, you cover a lot. Uh, Elon Musk is the biggest contractor of the Department of Defense for America, and I'm sure other Other countries, because without his satellites and a lot of his technology, the entire fourth
1: industrial industrial
0: revolution would be impossible. You and I talked two shows ago about how when he was at PayPal or the PayPal mafia guys that he he talked about Apex, the the everything app Then puts out his little meme yesterday about Apex, the everything app. And my thing about spaces, and I've said to a couple people, including generals and other people that have participated, do we have any evidence that these aren't being totally tracked, traced, surveilled? There are people like listening actively that are, you know, I just I don't see any evidence that anything that was going on under Jack and 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 and, and Twitter has ended. <laughs> like all mm-hmm. the Twitter files, all of that. So all I think, I, I I think the spaces are great. You know, they're they're fun, and if you get to talk, it's pretty cool. But I, think I still think Hamilton that there's surveillance.
1: 68. Yeah, Hamilton 68 ended and Hamilton 69 got its tongue right in <laughs> you now. That's that's, that, that's the way it's gone. I think it's, you know, uh, they didn't, they kind of like, it was really weird because they they said, they showed all of this, oh, look, all of this stuff that's been going on to control Twitter. And then they didn't say how they were going to change it. They right. just changed the platform in a way that does, as you uh, quite astutely uh, mentioned i mean 2000 is when i think he first um made x and right. x.com right. uh that was the first time where where he put that forward and then then i can't remember if it's continuity or something or it's, it's called which was the precursor to paypal and then within no time it was paypal teal and then it was ministry and and It was wasn't NASA still then i i think so but i'm i listen i'm doing a load of research into this sort of stuff because it's obviously um for me there's a, a spaceman series coming up that's what i've i've coded it at the moment because i've got loads of there's there's loads of gaps it's clear gaps i've already filled in a couple of those gaps with Musk. He's a really interesting character, but there's serious gaps, and those gaps are always the things that tell the whole story because that's exactly the thing. You're looking for the one or two piece of information they retract from everybody's story. So I know one of them. One of them is that at some point, he, um, after uh, university, but before Zip2Net in 97, he's got, he does a, a some sort of Microsoft, works for Microsoft in some way. And that's on the Zip2Net archive from 1997 mm. um, or 1999. Um, and so as to that, but that's been taken out of history. Um, and w- when I mentioned it, it made a lot of people angry because there's a load of people who really like, viscerally defend elon musk weird right and have you ever image. seen anything
0: yeah. like this i, I mean it, there's a, there's I, a I, level I know what of it is hero worship i've never seen with anyone i mean he obviously loves it i mean why wouldn't he love it yeah. but it's weird and these are and some of these people are people that you i kind of lose respect when i see like the fawning uh you know twitter things about elon i think oh my god wh- why would you so you lower yourself to being like a fangirl you're like this what are you doing
1: your his mum made him into something so so right i mean as as the internet one of the things we recognize about the internet is memes, you know, um, the fact that these memes come up and the memes are really basically a trend, a cultural trend that hits and sort of like spreads around the place really quickly. His mum made him into something where you could put any trend or meme over the coolest thing, the coolest guy around and make him into a caricature, whatever's trending at that time. So he will always be trending. He will always yeah. and that's that's like a marketing genius, but they did it very carefully. It was very carefully done. And it it really is about I'd say 97, 98, where his mum is starts to change him completely by to the sale of PayPal and um the beginning of SpaceX. Um, there's a big. His mum starts to have a big impact on the way he looks, on on his style, um, and then it, as soon as it, it's clear that he's going to be like one of the biggest private contractors for NASA. They, you know, I mean, she she goes to town on him, and I think I think he just the image we see now allows us to put over anything trendy and cool onto a human being, and then th- what we get is Musk. We always get Musk, but whatever we want to layer on top of him too, and but it's a really complex sort of like yeah. yeah, it's a really complex like way to look at things yeah. with Musk, but it, it makes a lot of sense, especially. His mum uh, and his whole upbringing, really, it, it, there seems to be a a facade amongst it. I mean, he was born in in seventy one in apartheid South Africa, and a lot's been said about Errol Musk. His father was like right. a counsellor for um the the left wing progressive anti apartheid party. Um, I think it was the Liberation Party or something like that. Um, Or I can't can't quite remember what the the, progressive, but the progressive party uh, it was initially called. It only lasted for for a few years, got shut down in 75, but merged with another party. Uh, But I'm not sure whether or not like that was like white anti-apartheid. Not necessarily what we'd see as like, you know, the real struggle, but it's the official struggle that is happening within uh, the parliamentary system and the actual system where black people are not allowed. So it's still kind of restrictive in itself, but still it gives it gives this idea of who he is. But there's so much more to who he is. It's a very he's constructed yeah. Is anybody who's a construct is definitely Elon Musk. And in a sense, that's what makes him so successful and so powerful that he can construct himself to be whatever is needed to be successful and powerful at that time.
0: That's amazing. There's a lot of people like that. But when you keep seeing him jump around to different arenas with different people that are all, you know, very you know, you, you what's he's he's with Ben Shapiro two days ago, he's with President G a few weeks ago, he's with, you know, Joe Rogan before that, you it's know. It's a cartoon. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this guy, I just I look at him and I think I've never I mean, to I, I can't think of a historical figure um either before this time that has so much honestly power because the bigger part about not forget x that's what everyone's looking at and then even the department of defense contracts but when you look at um you know a, a lot of people say like just ignore the davos people but i did a whole week with nor bin laden live from davos and we were going through these panels which are really just you know press conferences of what they're what the what the super um the the parent company of the planet thinks it thinks should happen next and uh A lot of their technology would not not be able to work, especially their fourth industrial revolution, their digital twin cities, all this stuff without Elon Musk, without at least the companies that he's the front man for and the technology that he's a front man for. And then, like I keep saying to people, yeah, he's the biggest uh, contractor for the U.S. Department of Defense. And I say, yeah, what other countries? you know what what they mm. they have to all work together once they get to the satellite level so he can't just be for america so to me all of that is very uh interesting and then the weirdest part about him is he puts himself out there i i, I find it hard to believe but i guess he is writing his own tweets but um i don't know how somebody like that has that kind of time <laughs> i guess the, yeah i, I, guess I don't does. i don't
1: I I never I never know about any of that. I never know about Weird. any of that. I just feel, yeah, I feel I feel that, I, I I have to say that I've had things happen over the past few months where I feel. Like, because of course, I I just been on one of the best. I I like I I didn't I didn't know who this Mario Narfual was before any of these people yeah, he on his channels Yeah, he does these.
0: Yeah, shots. nobody really knows who he is. I don't think. But but that's the out.
1: thing: is these mysterious people that come out of nowhere and say, "Hey, hey, look, your your time now, your time now, put you there," and that felt really. I I I, I was I if someone came to me and said go to this place and do this now um and you'll get on to the stage and i didn't realize what they meant is that i'd be like central to the whole like twitter files i i would be the one they would revert to but then it, it was clear and it felt contrived it felt like th- there's a reason why the shift is happening and part of that reason i think is because um Nicole Junkerman my work on Nicole Junkerman the sea change of that the fact that she's now in business with Elon Musk and that they know I'm heading towards the spaceman series they know it's got to happen eventually I've I've been heading towards it for a long time yeah. I, I I've I I've made some of my research a little bit public here and there and I've I've dipped my toes in uh, around and I got loads of other projects going on right. so it's not like it'll be an easy but I'm already sniffing around and i i think they know that people like me are going to find that one or two in crack in the armor and that's going to lead to bigger cracks once it comes to election time for musk the years when that happens because it will happen do not do not believe that he will not end up being uh, in political office of the highest level will get in with great ease um, and will be the, uh, maybe probably like 15 years from now, uh, maybe more. Um, I I think Ben Shapiro is likely to enter it, be entered into politics by that point uh, but, as well. But, but he think... doesn't.
0: Enough people don't like him, though. I mean, but I, yeah, again, I know. But again, is it all AI <laughs> like like Bryn and uh, and Klaus Schwab told us in 2017? So is it even real that there's elections? So why not?
1: They can just they're going to run out of ideas, but they're also going to be using the same people over and over again. And they're going to be the most powerful people around and they're going to be the people who create the narrative. And the the old generation of politicians and the way politics is done is dying. They're already creating, as we see in Davos, we see the the mayors becoming uh, the idea that they're going to be the big bosses of the cities. Well, that's the next big political office to be created that will overtake what are presidents. Um, And then we'll see different dynamics. And then eventually, I can't help but to think that Musk will want to get to the top of wherever he can because it seems to be it's just a rolling ball. It's just a rolling ball,
0: yeah. Maybe whatever replaces the u n uh, that will be his uh, his his fortress. But that's interesting. So you just brought up the mayors. You know what I always think about, people don't know this. Um the Emanuel brothers, because I uh, from my twenty years out in uh, the hollywood Hollywood land, um Ari Emanuel runs Endeavor. There's lots of pictures of um of Elon with him. Uh, his brother was behind Obamacare and his youngest brother, Rahm Emanuel's best friends, you know, was secretary to um, uh, Obama. He wrote a book when he was mayor of Chicago somehow about the future. You know, he's also a young Glo- uh, World Economic Forum guy and all that. He wrote a book, uh, I think, about maybe five, seven years ago about mayors, how everything was going to be divided by mayors. And then I was when I was looking into that book and reading that, it looked like it fit in with the Kissinger model for the Hunger Games world, where it would be more like that. These would be the there's the C40 cities and all this where where, forget the nation state. We're just going to go with these little like mm-hmm. handlers around the world, and there was a lot of talk in the World Economic Forum, and then Rahm Emanuel puts out this book about the mayors are the future leaders, and now you're bringing up the mayors, and you kind of have to look at like this is a, a a continuation of a how are we going to control the masses when, when we uh, install the global governance technology technocracy totalitarian things so. That's really interesting to me. It's
1: the easiest way, it's the easiest way to go from what we have now within power structures to the next stage they want as well, because they already exist. It already exists. you yeah. got if you go to New York in America yeah. and you got to see the world of the elite, the financial community, the people I mean, you go back for a few years, you're you're back with Epstein and, and of course, that yeah. lot. You know, these are these are these are really close knit community yep. of people who are running a city like yeah. the the hyper hyper mafia you know they're they're the the worst type of like criminals around yeah. and they run the city. It is really we we've come to a point where it's already it's, it's already like that. The corruption's yeah. already there, the infrastructure's already there. All they have to do is say okay, that power is now over here. Yeah. And suddenly you have uh cities and this is what Elon Musk has put forward in the future as well. These you have these cities that then can choose their different uh policies away from what the nation state does and that will attract people from other cities you know not only changing the tax rate yeah. but actually changing laws right and that's a you know something completely so crazy that, that undermining the big uh, undermining nation states without looking like you're doing it
0: Well, that's what they're good at, you know, just like uh, going direct to the people through the multinational corporations and their banking cartel friends. But um, that's really interesting because one of the one of the talks at, uh, you know, one of the one of the American wing of the oligarch billionaire class, uh, Benioff, was up there talking about digital Mm -hmm. um, twins. First, he was talking about digital people. Then he was talking about digital twins. Then then the next level was when you look at the, the companies he's talking about, that they have digital twin cities where they are completely mapped, track and trace, surveilled already, right now, and New York City is one of them, and, you know, when I was in Manhattan, we were locked down during the COVID. And I'll tell you, first of all, it was like being on a movie set of New York City because nobody really lives there. You realize once COVID kicked in, it's like mm-hmm. four people on yeah. the street. <laughs> and then,
1: London, and then, London's the same. London was just like, I, I went to London during COVID. It was insane. It was just like empty. empty, and where, empty. I was sitting
0: there like waiting for the director to be like, action. <laughs> it was so <laughs> <laughs>
1: quiet.
0: There was nothing. I was like, Are we in a Woody Allen movie? But then as it went on, what I did see was a lot of, because I was there the whole time, was a lot of drilling and things being put in underground. I was like, All oh, the manholes were pulled up. You know, on every corner, there's a kiosk already that watches everyone. A lot of the towers were going up in Manhattan during the lockdowns when people weren't around. So I knew already, like, you know, it was a captured thing. And and for me, you know, when when we we were in two weeks to stop the spread, Cuomo had a press conference and he came on stage with Eric Schmidt and, and Bill Gates. And I and he said oh, that they yeah. were reimagining New York. And I was like, oh, this, this is what it's about. This is what it's about.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's so... a push. I mean, everything's gonna push us this way as well. I, I mean, when we were we were we were trying to imagine 2021, 2022. Um, we were writing a lot about like cyber polygon, right. uh, cyber pandemics because that's what they were predicting but what you kind of work out is that they're predicting what comes much further down the line and you never know which order they're going to come in um, but we, we know it's one of the tools in their kit is to be in control of everything so that they can attack themselves and make us realise how much we need them rather than we need the technology to work correctly which right. is what yeah. is going to be
0: Yeah, well, that's what's happening uh, as we go. So what are your thoughts um, now at this point looking at, uh, because we talked about it just before uh, the Epstein reveal, before the things came out and then you saw they were dripping out and obviously you were on the front lines. But uh, I mean, you 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 predicted and you were right, in my opinion, that it was kind of a uh, a disclosure to kind of be done with it. So, you know, what, yeah. I, what I how I say it to people is it's like when people say, well, you saw the 9-11 report or you saw that you saw the Warren Commission report. It's over. We got all the information. Mm-hmm. So looking back, you know, we're, we're weeks past that. What are your thoughts on um, the timing? What was released and uh, what what where that where that leaves the Epstein stuff? Hey, Mel Kay here. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is my preferred choice for gold and silver. Head on over to the Mel Kay Show Partners page and click on the tab for Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Silver and gold are God's money. They're a great way to fight against inflation and keep your hard-earned savings safe. With the national debt out of control, runaway government spending and printing, inflation continues to soar. Beverly Hills Precious Metals can help you shield your wealth from volatility in the markets. Protect yourself today. Go to the melkayshow.com partners page, click on Beverly Hills Precious Metals, fill out the form, and let's get started. Protect yourself, protect your family, and protect your future
1: feels like a reconciliation council feels like uh oh we're gonna sit down and we're all gonna tell each other the bad stories about what happened and we're all gonna heal together and we're all gonna understand that everybody was dirty and had a bit of a hand in the dirt and oh we should all feel terrible about ourselves and move on and never do it again right, so now exactly. we've learned because we've all talked about it and the evidence what they were producing uh, the evidence the, the drops the file drops were already re- well reported in all the newspapers. There was only one or two things that were were uh, news, but everybody knew what was going to come out because that's how they do it. They they if you heard, if you if we hadn't heard about it before and they just bring it out now, we'd all be like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Oh, this all terrible. But because of the way they've done it, leak slowly out in newspapers slowly. I was I was what i was interested about a couple of things i i i was interested that they uh, they brought in all of these epstein people and then they brought in alex jones yeah and it just felt like they were trying to tar us all with the alex jones brush that's what oh it felt yeah like.
0: to be like you're a bunch of conspiracy so, theorists and yeah, then they yeah. were putting well, out articles like why are these why do these people care about epstein why do they care about the epstein list you know like the big politico and stuff like it's an obsession yeah
1: yeah, and there was they, they, oh man, the BBC came along and they had um, they had a, a minute where they excitedly said about these Welsh footballers. I'm from Wales as well, uh, Welsh footballers yeah. who had been on uh, somehow uh, on the address book, um, and and they were so excited. It was all of these all of these uh, big guys came out in a very coordinated. Uh, like the the mainstream media were all like the first day, uh Giuliani comes around, and then it's the Alex Jones kind of, and he was like he was, uh, and then they went out to uh, little little St John's Island, and it's like little St James, and you know these little details, and he's he's like the expert on everything, and he manages to put in the and uh, they're grinding up babies and everybody's snorting babies, and and you're just like ah, oh, I know why I'm in this room. Yeah. <laughs> know why i'm in this room they want to they 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 put you know the spaces are very well they're very well created and crafted to leave us all in the rooms together and that's that that puts that puts us all in a a place where i like talking to everybody on any side and i can be polite and i can be friendly and i can be kind and you got the nice accent
0: so you sound nice even when you're not being nice (laughs)
1: Well, maybe 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 but i've also worked in hotels on front desk oh, yeah, me too, me too. for over a decade <laughs> yeah I, I used to work like in really rough hotels where everybody wanted to fight each other and, and and i'd have to go into a room and calm everything down and then leave again and so so i have i've got um but i like talking with people across lines yeah, i like talking to the other side i love it too now, yeah that gives us that opportunity but then all they have to do is put a character like Alex Jones in and no one gets heard anymore it's just him speaking over the top of everybody and everybody will remember Alex Jones and not remember the rest of the stuff so I think there was a bit of a whitewash at the end like whoop whoop you know suddenly they're talking about or all, all, all other stuff rather than Epstein because he takes the focus away and we didn't really get to talk about what had actually happened because I think right. that's something that they didn't want to get onto because that's that can be done elsewhere on other people's platforms because it'll probably be us going that felt a bit contrived yeah still or, or I, me I, saying
0: I, I think you guys are part of the psyop but um i'll tell you right now though that uh all this time later though because we did know a lot of that stuff you know i and, you and i were laughing right before it like all these people expect like there's a list and then let me tell you something. His, his book, his, uh, you know, uh, address book is an address book. I mean, not everyone in that book. I mean, everyone had a file of facts no. back in the 90s, you know, including Epstein, you know, and, uh, and there's a lot of that. But Again, nothing came out about the island, first of all. So everyone thinking that, that all this stuff's going to come out about the island. And then, and then, you know, then you have the whole, um, then, you know, there's the whole Pizzagate people that are now bringing that back in, which doesn't necessarily, I know that they want to say that it's totally related. <laughs> it's not totally related, first of all. Uh, this has been going on with Epstein, because when I first came across him, I was a freshman at NYU in the 90s. So this has been going on for like, Mm -hmm. and uh and it's not um and it's not centered in dc i mean dc is a part of it but it's not centered there but what what revelations if any did come out i didn't see any i saw things that you had already Mm -hmm. reported obviously whitney had reported sean atwood Uh, Burmese, like everything, Mm because I followed all of you the whole time. So, yeah, yeah, the whole whole
1: Epstein choir, all all was new to this stuff for ages, yeah. Um, and and that that was what okay, what what really and this really I've been plugging this for a while so it's useful that it's uh, actually happening I think one of the main takeaways was how the credibility of the supposed name victims and I'm I suppose because a couple of them is questionable yeah what 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 level of victimhood you can claim once you're involved within the acts or once you're over 18 or once you as uh, you know and once you're
0: recruiting seen... for them then yeah. you know uh, yeah
1: I, yeah I, I well the evidence is going to come out in the next file drops and then you have to be in with it by a large degree okay. you have they have to trust you if with they're doing a sexual compromise operation they're not choosing any girls this is why a lot of the wow. recruitment process was right. girls coming in and they were going through them and it, a load of them would just end up being epstein's masseuses, masseuses. i right. don't know how you, no, how you but pre- they were auditioning
0: it. that's the other thing about mm-hmm. i know from the girls from yes. you know the 90s they were auditioning literally auditioning and being tested and then it was like, as, as a young actress, it's like, you get an audition, then you get your callback, then you get your second callback, then you're invited out to dinner, then you might be, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, so that that's the yeah. other thing like that you're saying here is not all of the victims, victims of whatever, not all of them were victims of the same thing or on the same
1: mm-hmm. level. And, so much nuance, so much context. Right,
0: you've said it before. And also some of those victims became victimizers, because that is what happens mm. oftentimes. I always say it about people that come to uh, Hollywood to, and, and they get become like, um, you know, mailroom or whatever at agencies, they're treated like garbage. I mean, they are treated terribly, uh, real low-level assistance to big producers and stuff. And then they become evil. I mean, and then they treat people way worse than they were treated. And they feel like that or like in like, you know, I'm sure in fraternities or skull and bones or <laughs> wherever there's a hierarchy that I guess there's the problem. Now, the other thing that we discussed and I think I always thought was what this is about was I think they made a deal with Maxwell and that she decided, uh, of course, she went to like this camp, like camp type um facility for for a very serious offense people are acting like well she's at this like martha stewart place where martha stewart made a phone call and went to jail for six months she trafficked humans children for 20 20 years she goes to the same place but i always figured and i I talked to a couple people about this in the past that there's no way she's serving that time with who her family is and who her sisters still are and who are so to me when i saw all of this and then i saw it unfolding what with what they were putting out there and then you we, you and i talked i i've thought that they were putting stuff out there to, that will help her and her appeal because people contradicted things that mm-hmm. were said in her trial do you oh, think yeah. that's a part of it oh, yeah. maybe too
1: oh Listen, I tell you what, one of the reasons why I had such a bad couple of years is it's kind of one person kept getting plugged from all sides, all sides. And then Nick Bryant tried to put him on me um, at the... um, Oh, who else was it? Um, oh, Lady Victoria Hervey, who's on Andrew's side. So on the other side, uh, try tried, uh, tried to get me to to put him on, and other people too. Is this operation to completely like it's a really focused and careful operation with some people who are just like on completely opposite sides who are using the same tools to meet their ends of complete and utter chaos. That's all it's about sowing chaos. Tonks is a K, I don't like mentioning his name don't bother search don't bother giving him don't fuel him he he, he will he like dis, uh, dissipate in himself he's a chaos he's a perfect example of a chaos agent right. he has no care he yeah. has no he has no empathy he as he's just completely out for being something else so he's gonna go out yeah. there and do all of those things they they plug and feed this from every angle even angles where you don't expect it from and who they I, I don't know if Brian is is like involved in some nefarious agency business why is why why he's plugging this guy to me and like literally being like oh no you've got to listen to him he's the best thing ever and i'm just like nick he's the most untrustworthy person around what are you doing what you're doing now is not making me feel like i want to i, I want to trust you <laughs> you know it's like if it if someone of that level can be tricked or be used in that way then it makes me worried about speaking with almost anybody and who, who yeah. is, to, what is truth and what is not. It, 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 There's chaos being sowed in that case. And it's to get, it's to get Maxwell off.
0: There's That's so what many I th- sides. I think a hundred, I thought this the entire time. I thought it when she was in New Hampshire, I said, there is no way they did not know where this woman was for the entire year. Mm-hmm. Who's this new husband? I was like, they are setting. And the reason I think that is not because of her. I think because of what her sisters both do and how embedded they are with defense contracts and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then Mm -hmm. the relationship with with the Mossad and and the father, Mm -hmm. I just I said, there's no way that she's going to jail for all this, that she's going to take the fall without there being a deal up front that she might take the fall yeah. for a while to shut it down. But uh, what I, what I thought when I, after this, I listened to you, not many, I don't really listen to too many other people when it comes to this case. Cause there's just, I mean, and also there's so much people like, it's like, it's like another form of hopium, you know, people want mm-hmm. so badly for like to, to get the truth about whatever. And it's like, I don't know if we'll ever get the truth.
1: Yeah. I definitely
0: know that. You know, there's a lot invested in not getting the truth. Because another thing I wanted to ask you about, and I wonder your thoughts on this. So they've had all these giant settlements with HSBC, with Chase, with um, uh JP. Oh, that's Chase, JP Morgan. Uh, a couple other banks have had to settle with ah, uh, but they're not charging the people. So they're not charging Stately. They're not charging mm-hmm. anyone that the transactions were with, though they know who the transactions were with if the banks are paying it it's not epstein these transactions were with people so they're saying mm-hmm. that they 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 got 300 million dollar fine for chase for human trafficking to the victims <laughs> and you're telling me that you you know both it's it's their numbers you know both sides of the transaction yeah, yeah. what do you make of that Prof-
1: a profitability um why take a case i mean when when you've got people like uh, stanley pottinger and others who are trying to keep away from individuals being prosecuted right. then they make a case so that it's a, a business transaction so yeah. a business pays for their time with children and with with etc in a different way through through a legal process that's they there is in a sense it's legitimizing and legalizing right. what they've done your, your your the individuals in your enterprise can still do this, but your enterprise will be fined if if you get caught or if you get caught by a certain degree of separation, and you there's enough evidence that you don't want to take it to case so it's it is easier to take it against a corporation like that because they'll just say, okay, some people in our company did bad things and now they've been retrained."
0: Right. You know, I was. Yeah, I was pointed to something that Eric Holder, when he still worked under Clinton, Bill Clinton in the White House, uh, when he was in the Department of Justice before he came and tried to fully and totally destroy america from within with her his next boss uh he put something in a memo a sentencing memo after the 2008 controlled demolition of the financial markets to put in you know centralize all that uh this collateral consequences memo that came out probably in the 99 or somewhere i think that's what they're doing here they're they're using that little it was like um but the very this is why all the banks got away with being too big to fail and nobody went to jail for the 2008 uh, situation um is i think that they're doing this thing where they're like listen just pay a fine because this this collateral consequences memo by Eric Holder says that if it's if it's if the institution if it's too detrimental to charge these people to the institution the same concept of too big to fail banks then you can do a deferred prosecution and just get a fine rather than charge the individuals involved. And that's what I think is going on with this Epstein case. They're using that. Um, so they're so Chase is paying three hundred million, HSBC or whoever's paying this amount of money. And they're just like, listen, it's too, it would, it would open it would fall the the house of cards would implode if we were actually arresting yeah. people within it, there. And that it's it makes so me shady think of and track, ugly. So- but that's what
1: I yeah, think. Yeah, it makes me happening. think of Drexel, Burnham, Lambert. And, um, and the collapse that led on then the people finding out that something like 60% or 70% of it was federal money and the the person who helped handle that case was David Boies, who's of course Epstein victim's oh, lawyer he sure so, shows so, up so,
0: he shows up almost uh, everywhere right
1: yeah yeah wow. Bill Gates as well Franos life. as well yeah Harvey Weinstein just drilling it along the hanging chads I mean, what? really, I who, that. What you, you, it's unbelievable. He's such a—he's like you know. Well, these guys—they're ghosts. They're ghosts. Yeah. Uh, if you read, if you read Bradley Edwards' book *Relentless Pursuit*, you get a really good idea that he tells so many lies. But in between the lies, you can see what it looks like when you walk into these people's surroundings and what they act like, and you realize this is just. This is a real big club. They got real high ceilings and they got real round glasses, you know. They're they're very chilled about what they do because there's no consequences. No there's consequences, no come up. Exactly. Them. Yeah. The individual is protected by the organization. The the organization is almost um a, a hermetic order of some type, you know.
0: Why do you think they arrested Epstein right then?
1: Uh because his time was up. I is it, it? I think I, personally, I think it's to do with RFK Jr. I think it was the uh, he is he was way too close. There's going to have to be they play they they played through who the most likely Democratic challengers would be at some point, and I think I think it was somehow to do that was one of the different things, but it was also because I and I do think that in 2017 is when this this want to take down jeffrey epstein started i think it did start with matthew pottinger becoming deputy national security advisor under trump them having a meeting and likelihood it being decided we've all had enough of hearing this and it's only going to get worse before it gets better let's make sure it doesn't get any worse than than this so that was it that was time to go
0: yeah, because people don't, you know, that's funny. You and I talked about it uh, at a different time. I think on the spaces, I said something about the timing of the drop, right? Going into the, the election year, uh, full distraction and much is coming. I mean, I, I've never seen a more degenerate public figure than Hunter Biden. I, I, it's just it's oh, shocking and amazing. He went into the, after he didn't go in for a, cor- he shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I should no, but after laugh, he but didn't he- go in for congressional testimony, he walks in with his Hollywood attorney Mm -hmm. and a camera crew to mock them Mm -hmm. (laughs) to mock them it's
1: unbelievable The the the, the, all the scenes were just like something you you, it's the end of the road for for loads of people in the democrats but a democratic party the the left in america as well it you know all of this what people don't realize yeah, is that once we get over all of this bit, once the other stuff comes out about the Epstein case, yeah. you'll understand that he uh, he what he, he wasn't the person selling out america he was one of the tools used to sell out america by the politicians of the left in america the he was the the, the kingmaker uh, for the democratic party for a reason he was right there trusted funding everybody giving his public support to people so that other people knew that they had who they had to Im- invest within he was an extremely important figure and and they were all involved all of the leaders all of the leaders of the left were involved with him. So one day some of the stories are going to come out and there needs to be, by that time, that those politicians need to be a thing of the past. And this is why I think they looked at who the most likely candidates are going to be. And I didn't think, I don't think, I still don't think, that the democratic sort of establishment is ready for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to step into it. It will be maybe in four years' time or another four years' time. I think that's uh, you know this this remaking Kennedy under a different brand. Imagine if people uh, uh, have a little bit of understanding in four years' time that COVID was a complete sham and the rest of the majority. He's a major
0: hero, right?
1: Yeah, I I think there was a hero story being built. He's been built into a hero story from from the 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 uh, seventies, maybe before um you know they they already envisioned it very interesting some of the the encounters he had during the 70s one of them was um roger Ayers, if you know who roger Ayers is um the use I, I think his name roger um the one who was the head of fox, fox? news who fox? was yeah Ro- looking yeah, yeah yeah now i
0: know him yeah yeah, yeah. roger ailes. looking over there the, yeah
1: ailes ailes that's his name yeah uh, roger did you know roger ailes picked up kennedy at one point very oh. interesting Story. Yeah, no, when he, he, had he was a, young, my just lived- in university.
0: He was, he, my parents lived on Palm Beach Island when I was, you know, for many, many years. And he was a big figure there. I mean, he, mm, a, he's, he knows everyone. And also he before he Palm got, Beach. before he got sober, he was a very different person apparently than he is now from mm, what yeah. I hear from guys. I, I know a 78 year old guy who was always tells me his stories about when he was a lifeguard and near the, near the Kennedy compound, pretty crazy mm, stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I think. I think there was there was a moment where where um, people like that came like hawking around Kennedy very early on to push him in the direction what's really interesting is that most of them were Republican leaning. And they were kind of the same people who were responsible, really, and linked with the, the Republican Party. What the Republican Party would become were the people who were linked with the Kennedy assassinations, to that extent. Yeah. Um, he's always so, been very so...
0: popular. People, you know, he's always been very popular. People really seem to like him. I know people that are working for him right now on his campaign. He seems to think that he's he's in the race. I don't think they'll let him get anywhere near it. But uh, yeah. who knows? I'm hoping Trump will make it there because it doesn't seem like seems like Biden any means necessary did you see that uh, alex soros put that bullet in the in the 47 like (laughs) post and i thought uh you know and people went nuts but these people are crazy we're dealing with total psychopaths i feel like on so many levels that um i'm glad that you are on top of uh you you do hunt down the psychopaths and and rip apart their past because the worst thing to them is being exposed and you you have mm. no fear. Uh, and you know what? It's a lot. You talked about your past on the show a couple of times. It has a lot to do with being a survivor that you uh, mm. you go to places and you dig into places that other people don't think of, maybe because
1: I, 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 I got to say that one of the I I don't think it gives me a special ticket but going through a story where I've had to like I've I've seen darkness yeah. and not having holding up a wall of virtue when I enter into a, t- a conversation about yeah. it I feel that's always for me much more of a natural signal as someone who survived trauma that they say yeah okay whatever the trauma the trauma happened but less what what do we know how to what, what do we know how to do to stop it happening again lots of people who claim to have trauma are claiming it they put the trauma wall up they put the virtual wall up and I think it allows me to 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 Attackle uh, those people who most people don't feel like they can right. i feel like i can because i not because of my own suffering because you you when you've been through trauma the natural response is to try and get over it and say no more not to still live within it and right. use it to protect your future actions that's right. uh, that's w- what i see a lot around the place and that automatically sets off alarm signals for me when people do that, that's why I was saying about that Katie Weissel, Um, when she came in, she was she. I, I saw her putting up a really, really strange trauma sort of wall of virtue right. where you couldn't question her about anything else. And then later on, she could make a statement that was really outlandish, and people would be scared to question her because, of course, oh, they would be said. necessarily questioning her her traumatic events because yeah. now she's built herself a narrative and implanted other information and then it's harder to i find that it's easier to tackle the subjects you don't want to tackle if you've had experience of really hard subjects that's what i get from you i
0: just get that you're really authentic and you don't you don't have the ability to really be anything what you are (laughs) and that's not (laughs) thank you i i I, I try i authentic yeah. I try
1: not to be anything but me because otherwise I'm just gonna ex- be exposed. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I do. I go around trying to trying to look for the real people to right. who people really are. If I'm then like, it's, uh, but it also, I, I mean, I'm I'm not the most virtuous person in the world. I yeah, I, I know. I swear, and I I do all I like the other the, stuff. Me neither, I don't but... blame.
0: You know what? But the, to me, I don't I don't really I don't really trust the people that are the most virtuous people in the world. I like people that did things and got dirty and failed. I have failed a million times. I've had to pick myself up. I've been homeless. I mean, like I, I, I'm i like you. I've been around so much crap. And uh, and, you know, now what I do is I try to find the truth. I try to find what's authentic and what's good and try to I don't know what the plan is for humanity right now, but I try to be on the good side of it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to expose yeah, yeah, I what i can to empower people to to save themselves because as you and i both know the only person that's going to save anyone is themselves and uh, mm-hmm. i think you're awesome so tell everyone Newspace is doing great you have more documentaries out we got all kinds of work yeah. and everyone's got to follow you so tell everyone all your stuff
1: yeah yeah well i i'm uh I, i'm at newspace.com johnnyvedmore.com i need support more than ever before i like i i need to be able to to keep the sites open um and i got searching for stanley i'm looking i'm looking to do the second volume of that the first volume is now in a full feature length um wow. so you can you uh, it's yeah it's two hours eight minutes of of we got to go see that just- guys
0: go check out that movie. This work is un- incredible and you do it all yourself, right?
1: yeah and and the music as well i'm very proud of the music but but still i i mean for for people just support the work but also like the read throughs and stuff are really popular at the moment that's the best way to for people to consume the articles really long articles so and johnnyvedmore.com is a place which is much more the links around the place but yeah follow me on twitter as well at johnnyvedmore and i will respond to all the dms and stuff
0: awesome i will see you again for sure uh thank you so much for being here it's always uh, exciting and a pleasure and i look forward to it so uh thank you so much my friend i'll see you again
1: see you later thanks for having me
0: everyone's been asking me what i've been doing because i am in better shape than i've been uh probably maybe in my life and i am now thriving and i have so much energy i'm going around i'm doing all these tours and i'm doing the show and i'm showing up at small events and big events and i'll tell you the one thing that's definitely changed my life is superfoods mel cake superfoods when i got involved with superfoods in the beginning i was not eating right i was not sleeping right i was not uh, it was mid COVID, so i wasn't really doing much and i was doing a lot of things wrong and then i found superfoods and it has changed me from the inside out Not only have I dropped weight, which wasn't even the goal, I really wanted to detox. I wanted to help my immune system. I wanted to make sure I didn't get sick while a lot of other people were and superfoods came into my life and changed everything. I now think about what I'm eating. I don't have cravings. I don't eat late night. There is a whole protocol. It's so easy. It's laid out for you. You take it out of the box. It's there all your foods taken care of, all your nutrients, all your energy, all your protein. It is an amazing way to change your life from the inside out. Superfoods changes everything. It gives you a protocol, it gives you a schedule. You know what to do, you know what you're eating, you feel great, you look great, and your life's getting better. And the one thing I know is you can go to themelkshow.com, go down to superfoods and you can start your journey because today is the day. I will tell you, I waited and I waited, and then I started Superfoods, and within three months, my entire life changed uh, for the better, more than I could have imagined. MelKshow.com, go to Partners page, down to Superfoods, and click on the link, and you will find a whole new world that will change your mind, change your body, change your life. So when you get superfoods, that helps me. and helps this show keep going. I cannot tell you how much it's changed my life for the better, and it will yours too. And enjoy the rest of the show. Mel K Superfoods, get over there now. There's no time like the present. Oh, I hope you're enjoying the show. I was just talking on my new Patriot mobile service. I have to tell you, I'm so excited. They are incredible. They are America first. They, they align with my values. And you know what? It's unlimited minutes, unlimited text, Wi Fi calling, unlimited data, high speed, everything that you could use, just like everyone else. We have our time, we have our vote, and we have our money. And the great thing about Patriot Mobile is your service will be exactly the same. Difference with Patriot Mobile is they are an America First company. And what they do is they reinvest their money into causes that matter to me and matter to you and matter to this nation. At Patriot Mobile, those causes are the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, life liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the Constitution, and our children's future. So please go to the TheMelKShow.com. Patriot Mobile is a partner of ours. Please use the code MELK. What I can tell you too is that they are supporting me and they are supporting creators because they believe in the First Amendment. They believe that censorship is wrong and they are gonna put their money where their mouth is. Do what you can for the creators out there that are doing what I'm doing. Please go to Patriot Mobile, Mel K Show. All I can say is thank you so much, guys. Supporting my partners supports me, and Patriot Mobile is absolutely awesome. I checked them out. We're switching to Patriot Mobile, and we hope you do too. Thank you so much.